Hey, thanks so much for coming and joining me today. We're going to be chatting today about the top half of Bloom's taxonomy. In our last episode, we talked about the bottom end of Bloom's where we talked about remembering, understanding, and applying. Today, we're gonna to hit the top half. So we'll look at analyzing, evaluating, and creating. But before we get into that, I wanna just quickly remind you that tomorrow, I am beginning my effective teaching series, which is a three-part video series where I'm gonna help you to improve your effectiveness, both in the classroom and out of the classroom. This series aims to help you reduce your workload. It aims to help you increase the effectiveness of what you do in your classroom so that your students are learning more effectively, they're learning faster, learning more efficiently, but also learning better. And then we're also gonna talk about how to set yourself up for a career in teaching as an effective teacher. If that sounds like something you're interested in, please head over to teacherspd.net slash ET series. If you are watching this on YouTube, there'll be a link underneath the video. You can click that and go and register for that series. Well, today we're looking at blooms. We're at the top. We're looking at analyzing. We're looking at evaluating. We're looking at creating. And so let's start off by talking about analyzing. Now, analyzing for me is all about building connections. When I look up definitions for it, it says that that's kind of what it's about. It's about connections and relationships between things and that is all about memory for me. I think as you think about our last few episodes and even the little series that I did about how students learn, memory is all about building connections. Yeah, there's no nothing in our brains that we can recall that isn't a connection of neurons, right? That a memory is multiple neurons connected and the pathways between them. And so for us, when we're doing an analyze, for me, that's all about memory. It's all about finding all those connections and making them really clear for our students and helping them to build those connections in their brain to help them to become more successful in their learning. And so as we're analyzing stuff with our students, yeah, this is gonna take time. We're gonna allow students to build this up over you know, at least a whole lesson, maybe even over a whole week, where they're actually finding the relationships between what they're learning and you know, it could be between that and life around them. It could be that and prior knowledge, which is the most important thing to predict what they can possibly learn anyway. And so as we do analyzing, right, that's when you're doing mind maps. That's when you're doing things that really highlight these connections that exist between various pieces of content. And sometimes it can be the connections between, you know, really closely related stuff that you're actually presenting all together because that's part of what they need to do is analyze stuff to understand it. When we move on to an evaluate, evaluation is about forming you know, criteria to come up with some kind of judgment. This is like when you're justifying something, you're gonna provide evidence to back yourself up. And this requires students to develop some empathy so they're actually considering other students' perspectives on a particular topic. Uh, you know, I teach a lot of health stuff and personal development. And so when a student comes and they are struggling to understand or to evaluate something like you know, the, a marriage or a family, and they have to actually have to start to consider other people's perspectives. They've got to think about, you know, your family is different to my family. What's your culture say? And by coming up with that broader kind of empathy, by actually understanding where other people are coming from, that enables them to come up with better criteria 
for their judgments that they're going to make about the effectiveness of it or about the depth at which they can actually understand something. Because evaluating it, this is, it has this judgment element. And so they have to be able to look at something. You know, if it's a family or whatever, right? that's not a great uh, topic to choose for this one. But if it's a family, uh, they can still evaluate the effectiveness of a family or how well that family is working by coming up with criteria and that criteria might be slightly adjusted depending on what culture they're from or depending on the actual dynamics within or the people within that family because maybe it's a single child family or there's six children in that family or maybe there's a single parent, maybe it's dad, maybe it's a mum, maybe it's grandparents who are raising the kids, right? And so they're actually coming up with better criteria by getting that empathy I also find that in order to evaluate something, well, they've got to build up their ability to discuss things. And so by identifying this as a precursor to evaluating, it means our students are going through and identifying the pros and cons, right? So points for and points against, that's what a discussion is all about. And so by doing that, it helps them to then come up with really good criteria and to make a really good judgment because they've got, oh, here are the points for it, here are the points against it. And that means that this is actually how strong it is for this to work. And so that could be looking at you know, the evidence for something in a piece of English literature and whether or not this theme is actually the main theme throughout the story. And so that you're looking at points for and against that as the major theme, what other themes could be there as the main theme, all that kind of stuff. And so they're actually coming up with a criteria to make a judgment about that. And so to evaluate requires them to discuss, to have empathy and to come up with their criteria that they're gonna use for that judgment that they're going to be making. And I think that's super important for us to kind of build that out and to scaffold that for them. So they're really building on the ability to understand more broadly and to see the points for and against as they come up to making that evaluation. Now the last bit of Blooms is at the top, this is Create. Now Blooms will tell you that you can't get to Create unless you've done the other ones, right? You have to do the remembering, the understanding, the applying, the analyzing, the evaluating, then you move up to creating. And so it's important for us as teachers to really remember that these things are in an order, right? Our students need to be able to remember things before they can really understand and apply things well. For me, I find that a little bit confusing because for me, understanding requires applying, but that's just a definition thing really. So. We could go with understanding, applying, and then they've got, they need to be able to apply before they can analyze. You know, and that's the, the need for all those connections, evaluating, because you're about to see those connections to be able to make a proper evaluation of something before you then create. And to create is to manipulate things. You know, you're manipulating relationships. You're manipulating how well things work in order to create something new, right? So maybe you've evaluated it and you've gone, oh, I can improve on that by doing this and this. And so, we do this through you know, inquiry in our classrooms. We can enable our students to spend plenty of time going through and evaluating and uh, analyzing things, coming up with some kind of conclusion there where they say, oh, this isn't good enough. And then they can then go through a, um, a creation or a design process where they're coming up with something new that could improve upon what's actually in front of them. And that's the creation process that's happening for our students. And so, Actually enabling our students to build up to that is super important. Well, for your action this week, I would love for you to actually plan a full week where you're going to hang out with your students at this top end of Blooms because one of the things that happens when you get to the higher order thinking skills or the deep thinking 
is that the students require time. And if we don't give them that time with us, right, with us around to help them, to give them feedback, for them to have their friends and stuff, to bounce things off, if we don't actually allow the time in class to do that, they're never gonna get to the point where they can really do it properly. And so I really wanna encourage you to allow up to a week to just go through this kind of a process at the top end of Blooms with your students. Make sure they've already got the bottom, right? They can't do the top without the bottom. So make sure you're doing that. It takes time, but with plenty of feedback, you can help them to do self-evaluations up and you can help them to get to that point where they're really well competent and able to create stuff ready for that. Well guys, that is it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this little episode and the two-part series on Blooms. If you are interested in that effective teaching series, it's all about helping you reduce your workload, helping you to be effective in your classroom and setting you up to be a lifelong career effective teaching teacher, right? Uh, then head over to teacherspd.net slash ET series. I would love to see you there. It starts tomorrow. The first video is out tomorrow. So make sure you register today. I'll chat to you there and see you there, hopefully. Otherwise, I'll send you another podcast episode next week.